0: This is an oral history of the Lord's move in Plainview, Texas, in the early 1960s. It's a story of what can happen when a small group of students love Christ and His church and give their lives to God's purpose in a practical way. The following is a testimony from Barbara and Benson Phillips on being a committed couple and serving the Lord full time this last set of episodes will give us further insight regarding the character of these students. That is, what kind of people they were and how we too can be useful in the Lord's move today.
1: Right now, we're having this meeting in Irving, Texas. And 50 plus years ago, in Texas, West Texas, the Lord had a special move among a group of seeking ones. And there's a couple of them here tonight that are going to share their testimony. And so I'm not going to tell you about being committed. They're going to share their experience of how they were as 19, 20-year-old, 21-year-old. And it's relevant to you and I because had they not done that, a group of them, as many as 40... If they had not done that, you probably would not be sitting here tonight. I know I would have gone another direction because as a direct result of one of them that they shepherded from Waco ended up shepherding us brothers in Austin and was an excellent pattern. So what the call now is for the young people to have the same calling and vision and carry the Lord's move to the next stage so we'd like to invite Barbara and Benson Phillips I don't know if Ray Graver is gonna make it or not but they're older people now but real back the time what do you say 52 years ago when you were 20 it's something like that they were college students and they're making a life decision at your age students yeah. and young yeah. full-timers and I'd like for them to tell some of their story to get across the point of a committed young person so you're gonna come first Barbara you come together Do y'all want to sit up you want me to put chairs up here or you just want to stand, I can still stand. you can stand okay, okay I'm gonna put this on your blouse here so it, let me put it right here.
2: Okay? I want to be sure you can see me. Yeah, she's up there. So. <laughs> are we
1: going to go up there with her? Yeah. Okay,
2: her. I just want you to know that everything that's happened to you and that's happening to you is the Lord's doing. Amen. And it's to bring you to the spot that you are now. Yeah. I went when I was a freshman, I went to this little Baptist college called Wayland Baptist College, fifty miles north of Lubbock, Texas, where I grew up. How many of y'all are from or are in Lubbock, Texas right now? Stand up. Stand up. Say amen. Amen. Amen.
3: <laughs> amen.
2: Just such a small town and such a small college. But uh, I went there, and I happened to go to this group, and they loved the Lord, and I loved the Lord, and I saw this presiding one who had a lot of hair, <laughs> and I thought he was kind of cute, and um, I thought, hmm, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> He didn't have the same reaction. <laughs> I found out he was the president of this group and the president of a lot of groups on campus. And he just didn't have any reaction to me at all. <laughs> the whole year I was there. But um, the next year, that summer, I went to this Baptist camp And they sang this song, Wherever He Leads, I'll Go. Wherever He Leads, I'll Go. I'll follow my Lord who loves me so. Wherever He Leads, I'll Go. And I just felt inwardly the Lord wanted me to go to Baylor at Waco. The only problem was I didn't want to leave Benson. (laughs) And he didn't care a flip about me. (laughs) And if I moved, there wouldn't be any hope, you know. And that was the only drawback of me leaving and going to Baylor, was me leaving him, who didn't care anything about me. But anyway, wherever he leaves, I'll go. So I transferred and went to Baylor. And, oh, I forgot to tell you, this group, this little group that loved the Lord... We started going out in groups of seven and eight. Every weekend we'd change up and we started getting knit together and we'd go out and preach the gospel and have these little youth revivals. And we started being knit together and loving the Lord together and just forming a bond together. And then when I went to Baylor... I also got in with a group that loved the Lord. And, you know, there's a difference in just going to church and really loving the Lord. And so I was tied to this group at Waylon who loved the Lord, and then I got tied to another group at Baylor that loved the Lord. And we got connected because in December, this guy finally got the light, (laughs) and started writing to me, and these two groups got connected, and we started kind of, well, we got connected, and we started seeking after the Lord in so many different ways, when we started going to the Pentecostal group, we were Baptists, we started going to the Pentecostal group, and at the Baptist church during that time, you never heard a pin drop. I mean, you never heard an amen or hallelujah. I mean, it may be changed. I think it's changed some now. But at that time, you never heard a word like amen or hallelujah. And we started in the Pentecostal group, you started hearing some amens and some hallelujahs. And so you started hearing some background noise, kind of like in the local church, you know, or wherever y'all are meeting you started hearing some amens and hallelujahs and praise the Lord's, And then we started getting with these people called the Navigators. And I don't know if you know anything about them, but they started really measuring on scripture memory. And during that time, I memorized 400 verses, and they also majored on morning watch it's still hard for me to say morning revival because they said morning watch i started really getting up for morning watch you know every morning having a time with the lord and i say i but it wasn't just me i mean it was this whole group of us you know in waco and in plainview and we all started doing these things memorizing the bible Chewing on the word of God and getting up early and spending time with the Lord. I mean, it was just like he was talking about. It wasn't an individual thing. It it was a mutual thing. And then we started reading books by Watchman Nee, and then we heard about this man, you know, who was a co-worker from somebody in China, and we started hearing about these tapes and these groups of us started going and hearing this other man from China and and listening to these tapes. Anyway, the two groups of us started hearing more and more spiritual things. And um, it was so good. Just how the Lord brought us on and on and on together. And eventually we started meeting together. And I'll let Vincent share more of how we came to meet together. But I want to share some things to the sisters. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. Was that a brother? How about some amens from the sisters? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sisters, just get ready. Okay. This is the story of my life. Uh, I, I finally got to marry this handsome young man. And... Um, We led a very interesting life. We got to move for the Lord about 19 times. And you can just imagine every time he'd say, we're going to move, I'd just say, hallelujah. Do you believe that? The tears came almost every time. And I mean, some of you sisters are really spiritual. And you might say, hallelujah, but I was not that spiritual. And some of you sisters are spiritual, and you would say, okay, let me pray until I get the same feeling. But I don't know how spiritual that is, you know, because maybe you never get the same feeling. You know, so you you just say, I'm sorry, honey, but I don't feel like that's the Lord. And... And I'm sorry, honey, but you may never, you know, you may keep your husband from moving when it really is the Lord. And so I just encourage all you sisters, whether you ever feel like what your husband's feeling is the Lord, just go along with your husband. Amen. Right, Kim? Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> because, I mean, that's 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 the that's the spiritual way (laughs) you may not know what this is but that's the spiritual way and I've never regretted it maybe at the time but I've never regretted all of our moves and really and truly I doubt that he asked any of y'all to move 19 times and we've gotten calls in the middle of the night from certain ones saying would you move to so and so and and will say yes I'll be there in a week And I'm telling you that is so hard, because a sister likes her little nest, you know. But but it's nothing to regret. It's just always it's something, you know. It's something like being in prison and 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 being beaten, you know. But but it's a mercy of the Lord. It's an honor from the Lord. You know why y'all are so young? Yes. Brother Lee said one time, I was 20 and he was 22. I mean, that's really young, you know. There was just a handful of us in uh, Texas. And he said, the Lord is very economical. He starts with very, very young people. I mean, we were young. And uh, he said, because in 10 years, you're going to be transformed. Anyway, that's what he said. And he said, and then you have your whole life ahead of you to be useful for the Lord. Amen. And, and that, we were just a handful. Look at y'all how many. And uh, to We
3: sp- broke bread. You know how, was, how many of us were together in Waco? Five. We wow. broke bread with five. Wow. And praise the Lord.
2: And see what the Lord can do today for your whole lives. It's wonderful.
3: (laughs) Well, I can't believe that I'm standing before a group that has filled up this side. This is a wonderful thing, and to see all of you here this evening. Well, Barbara, uh, she heard pretty good, I thought. And it's not because I have to go home and tell her it was good. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we've been together right now for 52 years. It took us a long time to get there, but we got there.
1: <laughs> and pretty soon it's going to be 53. I got a couple
3: questions.
1: Okay. So, how old were you when you started serving the Lord full time?
3: Uh, full time. I was, thinking, I, was thinking, I was twenty-five. So
1: you've been serving him fifty years.
3: Yeah, over fifty years. Yeah, over just about fifty years. Yeah. And
1: how many churches in Texas were, did you participate in raising up um, your moves?
3: Here, in Texas.
1: One, two, three. <laughs> and Oklahoma.
3: Oklahoma, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly. About twenty. But about Maybe twenty. Well, I've participated in at least twenty. Okay. And have fellowship with them and see them raised up amen. here in this park yeah, And I'm so glad uh, that here in this area the Lord has raised up so many. And I'm so thankful. I'm going to meet the Lord one day, and at least I've got one thing. That I can tell him that I was part in so many churches that were raised up in this part of the United States. I'm so happy. And I, I love all that I wish I have been with. And all the ones the Lord has raised up and has been increasing in real things. It's a glorious thing. What else Yes. you uh, How old were you when you moved to Russia? Well, the, the move, to, move to Russia...
2: 91? It was in 91. In, in 91. Who
3: knows how old we were? Uh, how old was, what, was I?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, I was uh, 50, 51 when I went to Russia. And how long were you there? Five years. Don't ask me how
1: much Russian I learned. <laughs> hey, Peter. You know, Peter, how much Russian did he learn? <laughs> Never mind. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, my problem was
3: what I was to get all the books translated into Russian, and in order for someone to be able to do that, he has to learn English along with what is in Russia. And so those, they have to learn or they have to work together. But they all had to find my language, right? In yeah. the English language, yeah. so I never learned it. Yeah. I just talked to them in English yeah, yeah. because if they didn't know English, we didn't want them to be making decisions over these books. Anyhow, through that, today, hundreds of books, hundreds, yeah, I'm so happy. And how many churches are there in Russia? Uh, One hundred and ninety-four in Russia.
1: So, uh, so a group went and that opened up that whole huge country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And how many children do you have? Me? I have three. Three. And they all have college educations. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and they, uh, they have, you have grandchildren. How many grandchildren do you have? Uh, eleven. Eleven. So you can serve. No, yeah, yeah, eleven. You serve full time and you have a house and grandchildren. Your kids got educated and you moved around 19 times. Uh, more, more than that. And that's a, a, a wrong number. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. Okay. So there were a group of about uh, how many of you moved all together to Lubbock, approximately? Uh, When I was
3: in Plainview. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have much to do with Lubbock. Okay. But uh, there was—I don't—I don't don't know how
1: many. Okay. (laughs) The, the whole group. There was a group of young people, and they were absolute for the Lord, and they moved oh, together. I understand that. Oh, oh, you
3: mean? Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, the 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 one I'm talking about that moved was uh, to Houston. Okay. That's, that was fifty okay. out of all these churches. Okay. Yeah. And then later, later, twenty more came, and we had seventy. Okay. And that began the church life in Houston
1: only church in Texas then
3: yeah at that time
1: okay now they're about 30 or so thank you so much is about 40 of them became the seeds that spread around this area of the country and that's why we're here they have affected so the point is committed people the Lord gets committed people he can do a lot
0: next time on Plainview.
1: Oh Lord Jesus. Marilyn Maxine Ferguson was born in Clinton, Oklahoma December 13th, 1943.
3: There was no performance with her. Her parents were poor, simple, dryland farmers. Her home did not have inside plumbing or running water. On the other hand, her growing up in bad home afforded her a rich heritage her mother was a very godly woman who instructed her in the ways of the lord and in the practices that would be necessary for being a wife and a mother